0: Hey everyone, Jason here from your favorite Fakakta comedy Funhouse programs. If you're enjoying this show, I have a feeling you're also going to enjoy the podcast Couch Pilots. Myself and the podcasting god Blake Clayton take a break from the grind and sit down on our favorite Davenport every week to watch and discuss some of the most odd and misunderstood television pilots of the past. There is such a treasure trove of bizarre viewing out there, and we're just the jerks to dig them up and make a show about it. Watch along with us and join in the conversation. Find us at fcfnetwork.com or rate the show and subscribe in iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Adam stories got a and if you let 'em explain It's the pun of puns, get a flame with power lane. Rum tap on the vein, and I'll communicate bring pain. MHOG secreting, leaving a stain, you ain't as dope as us, bitch. Stay in
1: your lane. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting beside me in a beautiful Avengers t-shirt, rubbing his nipples, thinking about Jesus is... I am Iron Man.
2: <laughs> I don't know. You want the Avengers thing? Hi, I'm Adam.
1: Uh-huh. And? I'm the Rum guy. See, Rum, you didn't get a really cool intro. I'm sorry. Oh, you did. I didn't. I never did. All
2: right, no, you didn't. Coming- but, you, but you know what he did do? He stopped, you know how he used to point to the screen? I did. I pointed now to the point, wall. Now he's pointing in a direction, and that is absolutely not the direction of Savannah. I'm pretty sure you just well, pointed to Mexico. Shut
1: up. Listen. <laughs> I'm doing it again, actually. I'm pointing he's, in the he's, fucking sky.
0: Right I'm
1: going to tell you right now. Rum's intro would be coming from the freezer near you or the refrigerator near you with a six-pack of beer waiting. The Rum huh? guy.
2: Well, hey, you know. And we have a very special guest. We
1: do, and I'm not going to say his name. I'm going to say his name. You're going to say his name because I am so going to fuck this up. So
3: go ahead.
2: No, See, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I know it. <laughs> I know it. It's, it's Mr. Zakonitsyn.
3: There you go. Perfect. Sounded great.
2: Yay. How it, are you
1: guys doing? It, Great, man, because you don't want me to say your name because it would have been terrible and I'd have felt so bad.
3: Say Believe your name. Me. Say if your I've name. I've heard it butchered every other way so do well, not feel bad it's okay
1: dude I, my, my last name is Barris. B. May, may, can and, i ask
0: you what what uh what nationality what background that last name has i believe it's norwegian nice I, what i was thinking norwegian when i saw it i'm like with the hard k that seems norwegian yeah it's very
3: popular up in like south dakota minnesota <laughs> up, up, up around there
0: yeah it's, it's like the minnesota
3: smith yeah there you go exactly
2: Nice, yeah, nice the minnesota smith sounds like a drink
3: yeah <laughs> a really awesome movie
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: I get my my last name gets all chopped up all the time too. People people have called me bare ass quite a bit, so
2: it's <laughs> they do okay that on purpose.
0: Well, my,
1: yeah, I know, but but mine usually it's it's more like you and know. And you
0: usually live up to it. So. I do.
1: I I do bear my ass a lot. You are bare
2: ass Barris. I am. That's uh.
1: the truth. I always wanted to name my. I was going to name my son Harry. You know, but that uh, didn't go over well. well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Miss Mister Knutson now uh, we we have you on because you're actually producing he's a sexy. film. Well, not you're producing. You you are the director of, and I believe writer as well.
3: Uh, one of the writers, yeah, writer. Nice
2: uh, of a film that you are. When I said producing, I meant producing in this town. Yes, yes. Uh, here
3: here in the
1: the. the fabulous new orleans there you go <laughs> yeah. i'll let you do it That's, that sounds better yeah
2: so uh <laughs> and it's called supercon
3: yes 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 we're down here we start shooting and like uh our line producer terrifies me every day or not a line yeah our line producer terrifies me because he puts up how many days we have left and i think we technically have 17 days left until we start shooting I, which scares best the best shit best out best of me oh come best best on best it's got to be exciting man Oh, it's completely exciting and terrifying all at the same time. It's like that <laughs> climb up the roller coaster when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah, no, you're the, totally the slow excited, tick. but you're about to shit your pants <laughs> at the same time. It's well, like
0: what brought this concept up? I mean, I I know it. I know it's based on true events. Yes. Well, it's
3: it's kind of an urban myth, I guess. I started going to these conventions with one of the guys I wrote the script with, uh, Dana Snyder. He's the voice of Master Shake on Aqua Teen Hunger Force.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I
3: do you guys watch that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, I'd see these conventions, and this guy, Mike Broder, runs this thing called the, the Florida Supercon in Miami. It's huge. Oh, Master- yeah.
2: I've never been to that one, but I get invited every time I go to MegaCon.
3: It's awesome. It's, to- it's totally worth it. And um, Let's all and go. I just kind of fell in love with kind of like going and checking things that I'd been, you know, to a couple before, but I'd never gotten into it, like really kind of checked out the culture and that's there and everybody in all the different rooms and all the different subcultures and stuff. And then I had heard about this urban legend, which was that Dragon Con down in um, Atlanta. Yes. Was ripped off. A bunch of guys dressed as stormtroopers went into the convention office ripped them off of, like, $100,000. And how they escaped was DragonCon has a massive cosplay parade that takes over all of downtown Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And the 501st, I don't know if you guys know who those guys are. They're yeah. Oh, guys. yeah. We yeah, have them yeah. here, we too. We have them down here, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Uh, the 501st was in the parade, and the guys evidently slipped in with the 501st, and that's how they escaped with the money. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Like, I was it- like, what an awesome, like, <laughs> t- Now is this- version of oceans 11 right You right, know, it's right, funny definitely. I was
1: just thinking of that yeah <laughs> that's so awesome
3: and the so light bulb awesome.
0: went off and hey we should
3: write a script we so should do so this
0: based on a possible urban legend that could be based in somewhat like
2: I'm I'm believing it's
3: true but there's absolutely nothing in any newspaper police reports anything like that
2: Wow. now I, I and gotta we say that is
3: the story as well
0: I gotta say it's very that urban legend when when Wayne told me what was going on down there when when, when you guys are doing this, does maybe this is where the urban legend came from? I don't know, but uh, before there was all these all of these big cons, right? You had like Dragon con. Dragon con was one of the originals. Yeah, you know, and, and all these different cons. They used to have gaming co- uh, conferences at uh, small hotels. Like a Holiday Inn, it would just get the small conference room, you know, and do these things. Yep. In Pittsburgh, it was about 1994. I'm going to say 94. It might have been 93, 92, something like that. And he's
2: doing his best, Robert Stack.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a
0: Robert there... Stack reference. That's fucking
2: like awesome, <laughs> <laughs> dude. We're, we're nerds. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah we, we got
0: this. <laughs> All mysteries. Well, there was there was a uh, a robbery Uh, because they didn't really it was a very small conference. So it was like, you know, it was like ten dollars to get into the door. It was know, whoever showed up, ten dollars get a, like six seven. tables. You know. Yeah, before cosplay was really massive and people doing cosplay, some people dressed up. They were just the extreme nerds, and then you had like gaming tables where you could do role playing this, or they had guys selling comic books. It was kind of a modge podge of just about anything modge nerdy modge. that you I could like possibly that. think of. But in, uh, it was a big turnout. There was there was probably at that time you know
1: fifteen people.
0: No, it was about, <laughs> actually about five, six hundred people That's in this news. in this conference room. And somebody came in dressed up in a costume and robbed the, 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 the ticket, the, the, the cash area.
2: And his name was the rum guy.
0: <laughs> and, and they did they did slip out in and it wasn't uh it was a kind of an outdoor uh, contest area they were doing for contests, i guess for cosplay but it really was kind of shitty i guess yep. but they they slipped out into the crowd and they stole all the money but as soon as i as soon as wayne told me about this i'm like oh my gosh that just reminds me of that so much it's
2: so cool it's also possible it happened more than once
0: yeah it's quite possible but it's a genius concept
3: I thought so. It's kind so. of a great idea. I mean, really, when you think about it, it's kind of brilliant. Right. Oh, yeah. I
2: love and And I, I love the fact that you are involving, like, people. I hate using the word nerd just because it implies so many things to a lot of people. But you are Real actually. Real people in the industry. Yeah, you're yeah. employing people who, who actually live and breathe comics and all that. So y- you won't necessarily get, like, the Big Bang Theory version of, right. of, of events.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing. It's like. When we're doing this, we don't have, uh, you know, we're not a major studio doing this. We're an independent. We've got, like, I think we've got, like, an $8 million budget. So it's, we do have a couple bucks, and we're definitely getting some pretty good named actors and all that other kind of thing to be in it. Really? But what really awesome. makes it come alive is, you know, we're shooting down here in New Orleans, so let's try to find some local talent, some independent comic book, you know, uh, you know, just... just Distribution and artists and creators and let's try to get them into the con if they would be into it and oh, you know We're having a great turnout so far which really makes me happy because it's gonna make the movie all that much better It well, keeps
0: it really authentic that way too
3: yeah and then you know if the movie happens to be a success knock on wood you know then they get free advertising we get set dressing and i get to stare at a lot of really awesome artwork (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm happy
2: right on well to be completely fair to you though like this isn't your first rodeo i I did notice that you had some involvement in uh a film that i i rather love even though like it took a while to get out which is fanboys
3: oh love that oh yeah, yeah 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 that was god that was a we did that before Clerks too, so that was...
2: Right, which I will yeah. very quickly oh, I, ask you yeah,
3: right. I also, you know, I, it's another one of my uh, playing a sexual deviant films that feature <laughs> or starring or uh, directed by Kevin Smith.
2: Dude, mom, I play a sexual devil, deviant in real life.
3: Jason Mewes blows me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that makes in in a gas station bathroom, no less. So mom's very proud again.
1: Nice. Okay, now now I remember the scene.
2: Well yeah <laughs> uh, spe- speaking of, of you know, IMB- IMDB has that little trivia section and it mentions because I did want to ask you obviously about you playing the sexy stud. Yes. As soon as I read that I was like, Holy shit. Uh but but it says that you went to your much younger sister and asked for her permission before you went on, on uh on camera as the donkey fucker.
3: Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Um <laughs> It's, well, my sister's quite a bit younger than me. It's not, I'm 42, but my sister right now is 25. So when we did it, she was probably, I think she was 14. She was oh, just yeah. getting ready to go into high school. And the last thing I wanted was for her to be going into high school and have somebody find out her brother was in suit and go, Your brother's the donkey fucker. And all of a sudden, she's <laughs> no <laughs> Because actually that bad might taste in comedy you know my sister's branded she goes bullshit do it it's funny that
1: might that, up yeah, a rep just, actually that's uh, fucking crazy yeah you, you said that you're you're 42 and your sister's 25 now yeah uh, yeah i'm 41 and my my is 24 <laughs>
3: More part to you, sir.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure he appreciates you making that connection when he's talking about. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Really my, my bad. My bad. I, ju- what, I just what, thought.
0: What's, what's on? It on made Wayne's me laugh. Path, uh, he was there uh, in the early days, getting her her Lunchables. Right. So, right. Right. When I saw
1: when I saw her at the uh, you know hospital, I was like, that's the one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one day, boy. One day. Just 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 wait till you turn 18. Yeah, that's it. I'll here's another bottle with the C-13 and R-rated movies and just took off
1: the <laughs> You know, it, you, you, know, know it.
2: you know what I love that that we were sitting there talking about the guy playing a donkey fucker Well, actually I I, know. I guess it was technically a horse fucker in in the actual movie
3: That
2: was a donkey it, That was a donkey Was it a donkey? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a horse. Uh-huh, it was a donkey. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, uh and then you immediately made it weirder
1: I know, and, and that's
2: what that's what we do well, on this show. Can you really make it weirder? Like, even <laughs> up oh, Mister Newton, you haven't been on Mhog very long. We sure. can absolutely make it weirder.
3: <laughs> Your scene, He's younger, he fucked a donkey on thirty-five millimeter film in front of the world. I don't think you can go any more weirder than the fucking the donkey. Let's
2: Challenge accepted. <laughs>
0: actually, actually, that scene that you're talking about. Um, has been brought up on this show probably about two, maybe three years ago as one of my most awkward moments in a theater. Yes, it was. I do remember you saying that. Why would you
3: go see the movie? Well, first off, you, that means you went with somebody you shouldn't have gone to see the movie. Exactly. Yep. Why would you go see Clerks 2? It's not like you were going to see Clerks 1 where nobody knew what it was. Look, man, his yeah. grandma really wanted to with go. Clerks
0: 2. Huh? Actually, it, what it was was a... Uh, a friend of um, my wife's decided, and uh, <laughs> we, have, we, have an, we have an interesting, uh, an interesting marriage. That friend was come. his
2: mom, by the way.
0: No, it was <laughs> not my mom. Uh, we have an interesting um, a group of friends, and she was like, oh, "I would really like to go see Clerks too." Amy's like, "I really don't want to see that movie." Well, why don't you go on a date with my husband and go see this movie? I was like, "Well, this is awkward. Okay, I'm set up on a weird like movie date with some." chick that my wife knows so i go to the theater with her and we're sitting there in this awkward silence staring at the movie and that scene comes on i'm going wow this just got real really quick (laughs) really quick and then there's all i'm hearing from her is oh
2: oh oh that's happening and then you took your hand out of her yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and now how many how many years ago was that
1: movie Shit, 2006, 2006 2007 maybe
3: yeah
1: so
2: now it
3: was 9 i want to say it was 9 or 10 because kevin's t- getting ready to do clerk's 3 yeah I guess it guess yeah. 2006 so it was
1: 10 years it was 10 years ago okay so so you would have never thought 10 years ago that you would be meeting the guy who was no, doing the donkey no
2: no, no. that's just 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 <laughs> and, welcome. and can i just say i know i know you have a lot of like pretty awesome credits to your name you do man but the fact that you got to be near rosario dawson to me is maybe the coolest thing you're his hero
3: it doesn't suck (laughs) (laughs)
2: he's great wait wait wait, are you talking about the donkey now
3: oh well that's the donkey's name was asphalt the donkey was actually a girl we played it like it was a guy
2: Oh well that's
3: good then. <laughs> nice. There's some that's useless story. bullshit trivia. For you. That's awesome.
2: But but it did identify as a boy, so it's fine. Yeah. It worked.
3: Yeah, out. there you go. It, it identified. It used a different bathroom and well, everything. You've done,
0: you've done you've had a hell of a career. Uh Dude. you've done uh quite a few things and Wayne has uh a few things <laughs> that Yeah,
1: like like you've been on like every T V show that I've ever watched.
3: <laughs> I've, i did a lot of really shitty tv dude you, you were like I <laughs> am shitty in like mid 90s
1: yeah i was gonna i was gonna say that the fresh prince i mean dude, you want briscoe county junior man
2: which just came oh, yeah. up on the show like two weeks ago yeah uh i actually you you went on a show that's kind of one of my favorite forgotten shows and i haven't seen it in forever but you were on the john Larroquette show for an episode
3: Oh well nobody else watched it. I think John I think that show only lasted like a one season. It did, yeah, 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 that was it. Yeah, that was fun though, actually. John Larquette was very cool.
1: I, I met him once when it was uh when Harry Anderson had his uh show down here. I think he's from here too. He is, he is, yeah. he is but when uh, when Harry Anderson was down here doing his uh magic stuff in right. the in the quarter, we went to one of his shows and he was actually there. It was kinda cool to see them two together since they were all, you know, night court and shit.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, the John Larket show was just, like, loaded top to bottom with just hilarious actors and, and comedians like Len, Lenny Clark and what have you. So. That's the
3: thing. It was like one of those where you're like, you walk on, you're like, really? I got the part? Like, I get to play with these guys, even though I think I have like five lines. It's like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. It's a week with John Larquette It's awesome. That's fucking cool.
1: Dude, though, I man.
2: was, uh one time I went to a, uh you know, they. Uh, I mean, you, you did like shows like Coach. So, you know, yes. they have the uh, audience screened episodes and all that, like with a live audience. I, I went mm-hmm. to one of the, like some shitty Jonathan Silverman show. <laughs> and Don Rickles was on the episode, and he was like standing five feet in front of me. That <laughs> was an honor. And I yeah. wasn't on stage yeah, with the guy. Yeah. Just to have Don, Don, Don Rickles. Rickles, man. That, yeah, there's a God. Oh, yeah. I, I,
3: he's playing. I mean, I'm going to actually, I think he's playing uh, this Indian casino you know, out in Palm Springs. Like at the end of the summer, I keep telling Dana, like, we're going. I don't give a shit. We're you know, going. There's...
0: These are guys that, uh, and it's even sad to say right now, there's probably somebody out there who does not know these people's names. But it's sad because they should, because these guys really were, and still are, very iconic in the industry. Rickles
3: might be running a little slow, but man, his mind's still there. He's still on the ball. He's great. uh,
0: He was amazing. I mean, generations, that man... That man changed when it came to TV and comedy and everything. He he was amazing.
2: Well, there's a lot of stand-ups in the industry who tell you like they knew they made it when when they met Rickles and he insulted them. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta
3: be weird for him because all anybody wants them to do when they come up to him is be like,
2: Call me a hockey puck. Right. Call me a hockey puck. Well, that's the funny thing. When I did see him, he was talking to, I guess, one of the uh producers about how he needed to get because his his daughter was getting married. So it wasn't it wasn't Rickles being Rickles, but it was still like He's right there. And and you know, I was oof, I was probably 17 and I'm sure I was probably the only one who was really into Don Rickles. You were probably
1: the only one excited like you are like please uh. touch my dick. Do it.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's Don Rickles. Don, Don Rickles, did, do it now. I did not I will ask, let you molest me. I did not ask Don Rickles to touch my dick. I asked the semi-retarded kid that came with us.
1: Oh, all right. All right. What, and he never... did it. Nice. Nice. I'm glad. Yeah,
0: it's it's nice. Candy's good. <laughs> <laughs> Would you touch my Tootsie roll, please?
2: But uh, <laughs> on the outside of the van. But Wayne was really excited about the fact that you were also on coach. Yes,
1: dude. I can't. You were on coach. That's fucking awesome. You were on two episodes.
3: I actually, I was on thirteen. Are
1: you 13?
0: serious? I told you.
2: Fucking IMDb.
3: IMDb told me you were on two. It fucking lied to me. Hey, at least they got the fact that I was on coach. I was also on like nine oh. I did a bunch of crap. Yes. I I'm like nine oh are- two one zero, all that crap.
1: Hey, well, my-
2: dude, let, let me tell you, you on crap, and I and I, I get it. But dude, all those shows meant something to a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, nine oh two one zero,
1: dude. You were you were a bouncer on nine oh two one zero. I would have given they I would have given them money to throw some of those assholes out in the street.
2: <laughs> oh God, dude. If, if you have a story about you throwing notorious bag <laughs> on his ass. No, I what? That's what I call Brian Austin Green, notorious oh, BAG. Oh, Brian Austin
3: Green. I don't know my my scenes were, uh it was the. I'm, now you're hitting the wayback machine. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I was I was a bouncer at the beach pit after dark. Uh, what's his name? Ian Ziering from the Sharknado trilogy. Yes, yes. He was there, and it was Luke Perry. No, no, it was um. Shannon Doherty had left the show, and I think Tiffany Amber. Was it
2: Tiffany Amber? Oh, everything? my God, dude. Nah, between See, Rosario Dossin Dawson and, 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 Tiffany and fucking Kelly Kapowski, dude. Can I switch? Yeah, Kelly Kapowski. Can we yeah. switch roles, man? Come on.
3: Yeah, that was. Uh, it was her and somebody. I don't remember who the other person was.
2: Tori Spelling was whoring it up around that time.
3: Yeah, no, Tori. Was, it was somebody.
2: I don't know. I right. shouldn't say that. I don't know if you like made friends with these people. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, she was whoring it up
3: all over the place. Tori and I are not hanging out. You're all safe. <laughs> <laughs> Ian and I are not grabbing beers. He's probably working. Uh, well, yeah, he's doing Sharknado six. Yeah, he's, he's got a franchise, man. Good for him. I bet you would have thought Steve from Nano Two and L would get his own franchise.
1: Dude, let, let me tell you, I watch every one of those retarded ass movies. I, I can't that. help it; they're so good.
0: Shit, yeah, I love I'm that a sci-fi crap. original movie nut. I just anything shitty and sci-fi original, I'm there i make it. Well, the-
3: I, love the fact they, I love the fact they threw in the towel. You know, they're oh, just yeah. like, "Oh, we'll do this." It was like they were starting with Roger Corman. It was like you know, crocodile mixed with you know a shark or some shit. Most <laughs> of the sudden, Sharknado hit. They're like, "Fuck it, whatever you want." Just well, do it. You know. just
2: go but crazy. Here's the thing, you know, like people make fun of me because I'm a big fan of like the Fast and Furious movies. But I was trying to explain to people like there there is an art to accepting that you're making shit. But making it glorious, like it's like that old saying, like if you're gonna fail, like fail, uh fail spectacularly, you know, yeah. like and and I I appreciate that I I I appreciate people that don't take themselves so seriously because yeah, you're you're making art, but that doesn't mean it has to be Shakespeare. It there's yeah, shit, you know. it can be
3: fun. Yeah, there's right. no reason why. Like I don't. When I, there's a movie like if there's a movie called Fast and Furious. The last thing I want is somebody to sit there and tell me about their cancer. Right. Oh, right. Drive that fucking car.
1: The last
2: thing two, you so want to do is find out that one of the lead actors died in a fire... Oh, wait.
1: No, that's the first thing you want to find out.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> rest <laughs> rest in
2: <laughs> <and> peace, <laughs> homie. Too eaten.
3: soon.
0: <laughs> two, two skyscrapers or whatever the hell it
2: was. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag too soon.
0: <sighs> no, but I'm going to ask the obvious question yeah. you've been asked probably... At least a thousand times, so let's just get that out of the way. He's straight. Um, how did it happen? <laughs> how did you start? I mean, this 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 career that you've had is has gone through, and, and you're doing things, and they're they're amazing, and and and, and it, 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 you're doing great. So how how did this start? Did you just sit around one day and go, "Hey, I like cameras. Let's make movies." <laughs> <laughs> I got out of acting because I didn't.
3: I, it was. I was playing the bouncer or like the the frat guy date rapist. I oh, noticed. I, not noticed I noticed that. I noticed that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of
3: like when you're when you're six foot four. It's like, oh, okay.
0: But you, you don't want to be typecast. I, well, and the other
3: thing too is like, look, a lot of not all actors, but a lot of actors are just they're so into themselves. I'm just kind of kind of bored with it sure and I, but I really liked what was going on behind the camera and I liked the people behind the camera and they always had these great stories about working with whether it was Burt Reynolds or you know whatever and I kind of got interested in getting behind the scenes so I started being a PA and I was a PA for a couple of years and I worked for uh, I did a bunch of really shitty movies of the week and then I did a bunch of really shitty movies of the week for um Hallmark Channel. I was a tour guide yes. to Universal.
2: My nanny watches all of your work, just so you know. <laughs> oh,
3: my grandmother was so fucking happy to hear that, like, I was working for Hallmark. She was like, oh, Zach's made it. And,
2: and, and and, and, he is so famous. And then, and then you became the donkey fucker. She was like, "God <laughs> yeah. oh, damn.
3: It. A fucking building, I swear to God. I was like, I can't do another day of this shit. And then I was doing a pilot. I, no, I was doing a series for Fox. And um it was getting cancelled because it was dog shit. It was like the first internet TV show, whatever. Uh, it was called it was called Freaky Links with Ethan Embry. I know. I remember oh, that. I remember that, yeah, yeah. I, I remember because
2: I love Ethan Embry and I was like, I'm not watching that.
3: It was shit. But it had a lot of great people working on it. But at the the assistant production coordinator who I was working uh with she got the job to work on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and I went with her because I was like, bullshit, I need a job. This piece of shit's getting canceled. So I jumped ship with her and went to go work with Kevin and Scott, and I stayed there for 12 years, <laughs> or that's, like, like that's, 11 years. That's uh, fucking
2: awesome, dude. So much so that you technically have a movie named after you.
3: Uh, yeah, but Kevin spelled my name wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I spelled my name with a K, and I remember we were talking about her or something, and he goes, what's this shit? He saw I signed my name to somebody he goes, Where's the C? I said, dude, I've never signed my name with a C. And he was just like, But the movie. I was like, Yeah. He just had that look like, Oh shit, man, I really I, fucked that one up. I named it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, God damn it. Like, not my fault. I don't care. And so so Kevin Smith bought a bunch of copies and started whiting out the C. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. Bob and Harvey were like, We're pulling all the posters for Zach going to spell
2: the name right <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 incredibly awesome dude
0: that is really really cool
2: you also uh i'm sure this is well i don't i don't want to say i'm sure but it's probably minor in terms of your career because i know you you also directed a film called millius that i'm sure you're going to want to talk about but i did notice and rum also noticed that you worked on a captain america of 75 years yeah uh, you directed yeah. that
3: yeah, I did. Uh, I directed two documentaries for Marvel. One was last year and was called um, "From Pulp to Pop: Seventy Five Years of Marvel," which was basically the whole origin story of Marvel it's condensed into forty forty four minutes.
2: Right, wow, and then
3: cool. this that one was so successful that they decided they wanted to do another one. And this one was for Captain America, and so we did the seventy five years of Captain America, which was great. Anytime somebody's like, "Hey, you want to go play with?" Uh, Captain America and Falcon and all the guys who created it—it's like hell yeah. That's
2: fucking yeah, dude. That's cool, dude. that's probably a dream job for me. Is that yeah, really. what you
3: did? Oh, it was oh. great. I got to go to the I got to go to the premiere of Civil War at Mans China or at the Dolby Theater on Hollywood Boulevard as a guest of Joe Simon's family, who was one Holy of the co-creators. Holy shit, that's <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome, dude! Wow. Oh, it's one of those things where you're like, Molly, we're going to my wife's name Molly. She's like, Molly, we're going to the movies and we're going to be guests of Joe Simon's family.
2: That's incredible. It's, it's also a name. It's it's funny, um, not to get too much into this, but I know a lot of artists and they always talk about, you know, Jack Kirby got scammed and he got screwed, you know, and, and he didn't get the credit. And I was like, yeah, but, but most it? people know who Jack Kirby <laughs> right, is. Right. Like, Joe Simon? Nobody really when, knows when who that, he is. When that poor guy died, he co-created one of the most iconic figures in Americana. Forget comics. Oh, yeah. And most people didn't bat an eyelash when he died a few years ago.
3: Yep. I, and I don't mean to like defend the big massive corporate entity that is Marvel now, but one of their big things when we started doing, when we did the first one from pulp to pop, like right. they really wanted to give the artists and the writers their due. That's why you don't see a shit right. ton of uh, the actors in it. And then when we That's did nice. the Captain America one, they were very like, look, like because Stan, like, and Stan's a great showman, and Stan gets everything, and Stan, will, Stan will be the first one to tell you, like, Jack created this, Jack did this, and Jack did that. So we really did try to give Jack and Joe Simon their moments and try to really say, like, these guys are the reason, are one of the found, are one of the blocks in the foundation of all this awesome Marvel shit going on right now. These are the guys responsible. For- Who
0: um, they? They must be. Just thrilled, and he, he's up there somewhere just thrilled that uh, something that he was part of created some sort of legacy that's
2: still continuing today. That's amazing.
3: Yeah, his, his son, Neil, is a school teacher and um, Neil lives in Orange County in California.
2: Wait, Neil Simon is, like, like the director? <laughs> no, Neil,
3: Neil Kirby. Neil Kirby. Oh, no, no, Neil Kirby. Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Neil Simon. Uh, Neil Simon would have been really funny. Yeah, that would have been out in, the, uh, in the in his bastard you know
2: uh, <laughs> well I, I always explain it to people like this like Jack, uh, 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 Stan Lee is sort of like Steve Jobs like he didn't necessarily create everything but he allowed a lot of things to happen that wouldn't exist without him
3: yeah, and he was kind of a spokesman. He was that guy beating the drum for Marvel when nobody else was doing it. He he, he had to create it, so somebody had to be the mouth,
0: you know?
2: Right. Yeah, Just so had, happened to be Stan.
0: He's good at it. Yeah. And
2: he, he also he also gave us Stripperella, for which, which is I will probably fuck, yeah. the most
0: iconic image I ever <laughs> loved.
2: Yeah. Hey, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> huge fan. Nah,
0: uh, Stripperella. Stripperella all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I take Stripperella over whatever. Name it. <laughs> Spider Gwen. <laughs> Yeah, take it. Whatever. What's I'll take it. Based on Pam Anderson, or wasn't she involved in that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So much so, yeah. It, it.
2: They even brought in Kid Rock on one episode. That's really? It. Oh, yeah. It was a good show. It's weird, though. Like, Did the it first... come with
1: hepatitis and everything? Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> the
2: the first few episodes are, like, completely nude. Not, wow. You know, like, actual nude scenes. And mm-hmm. then they switch to... Uh, like Spike TV or something. It It'd have became, been
1: fantastic if her evil villain was like Hep C. <laughs> uh,
2: Here comes it, Hep
1: C after you. It, it, might, it
2: might have been. They went pretty pretty far with that. Game, really? So. Oh,
3: that's awesome.
2: But um, but so tell Kale. us about Milius. I, I've heard of it. I didn't get a chance to see it though.
3: Oh no! It's uh, if you have Hulu, I guess you can watch it on Hulu. It's on there. Um, or if you have Epix, the cable channel Epics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, can, I have you Hulu. can watch it on demand there because Epix was the one that uh, they licensed it. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's basically, it's the, it's kind of the story of this person. Like, my selling tool is you got Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and Francis Ford Coppola. We look at them as the ultimate filmmakers. There are the, the ultimate storytellers. There's nobody better. But who do they look at as the ultimate storyteller? And each one of them will tell you John Milius is the best storyteller they ever talked to or met. And John Milius was kind of a big brother or a little brother to all these guys when they were coming up with this, you know, the the movie brats of the 1970s. And John wrote and directed some of the most iconic movies and wrote some of the most iconic dialogue of all time. And he's he's the basis for Walter and the Big Lebowski. He wrote the the Indianapolis speech in Jaws. He wrote and directed Conan the Barbarian. He wrote and directed Red Dawn. Um, I mean, it he, he, it just goes on and on and on and on and on.
2: What is so best in I kind of,
3: I kind of call him the the Forrest Gump of Hollywood because he, he seems to know everybody and everybody knows him.
0: He was a bit of a player too, wasn't he? Well, he was.
3: He, he definitely went by the beat of his own drummer. He he loved being the outsider and he loved pissing off the suits. Like John, one day this this is one of my favorite stories. So John gets a call. He's just written a script for Disney. Uh huh. And he gets a call from the executive and him and his producer, Buzz Fleischens, who did, uh, you know, all John's movies and then also did like Total Recall and uh, Rambo and all that stuff. They go to the executive's office and they sit down. The executive's like, John, I read your script. Um, got a couple notes. Got, a, got, a, got, got some notes for you. I want you to change some things. And John sits there and nods and looks at Buzz then looks back at the executive and he says, uh, where'd you go to school? And the guy's like, ah, you yeah. know. <laughs> whatever, UT, you know, whatever. And the guy goes, okay, do you, did you study the classics? And he goes, no, John, I didn't study the classics. He goes, okay, that's interesting. He goes, well, tell you what. And John reaches into his jacket and pulls out a Colt 19, uh, a 1911 Colt 45 gun.
0: <laughs>
3: and he takes the gun, he goes, here. And he puts it in the executive's hand, just grabs his hand and slaps it in his hand. The executive's like, Jesus Christ, John, no. And John goes, I want you to do me a favor. (laughs) I want you to shoot me, and then I want you to fucking shoot yourself. (laughs) And then John gets up with Buzz and walks out of the fucking room. That's a true story.
0: That's see, that's (laughs) (laughs) you know, because that's that's a man that would not he would not bend on the integrity of what he did. Right. I
3: mean, and that's the shit John did. You know, John. John, by the way, was notorious for pulling a fucking gun on people.
2: Plus, plus <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was always the era things. of people. So was my dad. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I
0: think it's, it's, I think the, think it's that, that group of people. I mean, my dad did the same shit, but it, it, it's that group of people that would just be fucking, you know, fuck you. This is what I did, and here you go. Well,
2: <laughs> as, as we often talk about on this show, that's...
3: I, who gives a shit? I wrote Apocalypse Now. Kiss my ass. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Fuck off. As we yeah. often talk
2: about on the show, that's that's back that's generations when men were were men. Not like Men were you know, men then. We, we sit around and like, you know, like eat pizza and play video games. You're like,
0: yes, I, I remember I created a new DOS program for my Commodore sixty-four. <laughs> You know, these guys were actually doing something with their lives before it was even, you know. Rob's dad
3: was oh, like, I dude, killed a 60-year-old Commodore. Nerds, these guys were complete. Don't get. Oh, yeah. Here's a great fight. Here's another great story for you. All right. So it's John, there, uh, Margot Kidder, and Jennifer oh. Salt had this beach house in Malibu. And it was, it was like the party house. Everybody went there to party because it was on the beach. There was always beautiful girls. So at the parties, Brian De Palma. This is one party. This, I mean, Brian <laughs> De Palma, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, um, Bob De Niro, Harvey Keitel, Coppola.
0: So this is mid to early seventies. Early
3: seventies. Yeah, it has might to be. Even be like the late sixties kind of thing. So
2: okay. this this was before Margot Kidder really started to party. This is right. when
3: Margot Kidder was fucking insanely hot. Right. She right. Was right. Gorgeous. She was. And um, so there's this party going on. Right. And the girls are there and it's, you know, late 60s, early 70s. It's a shit ton of drugs and booze are kind of everywhere.
0: it's like and,
3: a and Steven Spielberg is running <laughs> around the party with a Super 8 camera shooting footage. And John and Martin Scorsese and all the other filmmakers are huddled, are huddled around a table in the kitchen talking about Akira Kurosawa and what his best movie is. Now, meanwhile, (laughs) there's a shit ton of half naked women, cocaine, and booze in the other fucking room.
0: They don't care. And And they're they're like, fuck
3: it, whatever. Yeah. They didn't give a shit. They wanted to talk. And then at midnight, it was uh, was a. um, (laughs) Then at midnight, because it was a New Year's Eve party, John went into the living room and fired three shots into the roof.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That, if I could get the freaking footage, uh, you would love. uh, uh, Spielberg has the footage. I was going to say, there's. I have seen footage of uh, Spielberg um, and two guys I don't know, my cousin Scott, which you guys have talked about before. Right, 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 yeah. Um, and the Go-Go's. Spielberg and the Go-Go's? Spielberg and the Go-Go's sitting around an apartment high as a freaking kite uh while the uh one of the girls from the go-go's the 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 freaking the d- girl always had short hair i can't remember her fucking name anyway jane, jane Whelan? might have been her she was hanging over the balcony of this thing just throwing up all over the cars parked up down below and steven spielberg and and my cousin and the, they were actually writing songs uh, just random fucking writings, <laughs> fucking music, and trying to see is like this is a great song. We need to write this down. You need to perform it. It'd be great. And Spielberg's like, when I do another movie, this is gonna be in it. You and know, that
2: is how Bob became a hit.
0: Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the late sixties, early
3: seventies. That's the other weird part. Like John doesn't drink or do drugs. He very, I think he very once in a while he'd hit a joint. Sure. But he never drank. That was he'd he'd like to get everybody going by firing a gun off in the middle of the fucking party. Right, because he was do he
2: was responsible. He didn't get drunk and then start shooting at the ceiling. That would be no, bad. no, it was yeah,
0: a, yeah, you, you was the mark then. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> I don't want to. Somebody you know, could have got hurt. Somebody toes with a loaded forty-five.
2: Fuck no. <laughs> so what would you say is your crowning achievement, like like so far, like anyway? thus far,
3: yeah? Uh, Milius definitely. You know, because that was that was we made we tried to get that movie going for six years, or we we were making that movie for six years, because Joey Figueroa, the other director, and I, we started self financing it, and then Scott Mosier came on. It was just a long, slow process, but it was awesome because I got to meet all the I got to meet all my childhood heroes. Everybody from like Spielberg and Lucas to you know Sam Elliott. Wow. It was fucking spectacular. And now, I mean, honestly, now I'm getting to make my own. I did the documentary thing, and I still do it and I love it, but now I'm getting to make a feature. So So
0: so I mean, just that that's that is phenomenal. But meeting Sam Elliott too, that's the man's man right there.
3: He's got a great quote at the beginning of the movie. And I think it's in the trailer too. He goes, John didn't write for women or pussies. He wrote for me. Men, because men are men, or some shit like, it just
2: <laughs> I love that Sam Elliott is Sam Elliott. No, whether whether he. Is I don't care what movie sitting at home drinking and taking a shit simultaneously, or whether he's on screen. It's the same. Same, same
0: dude. He he has the voice that makes a vegetarian want to go eat a steak. Sam Sam
3: could do Shakespeare and it'd come off like ooh. The yonder window breaks.
0: He
2: actually you know? like it's
3: gonna be Sam Elliott no matter what. His That's uh, awesome.
2: his last role was actually the opposite of Shakespeare. He's, he did that Netflix uh, Ashton Kutcher show. And did he really? Yeah, and is it's it him, so good. It's him and Deborah Winger. Was it The Ranch or something? It's called The Ranch. Yeah. It's him and Deborah Winger, and it grew on me. But like the first episode I'm watching, I'm like, how the fuck. Did Deborah Winger and Sam Elliott end up on this shit? This is, this <laughs> isn't is that fucking-
3: the question though? Like, isn't that like the great, like you go into the meeting with the with the studio executives, you're like, all right, Netflix, check it out. You got Ashton Kutcher and the Danny Guy, 1970s show. Who else is in it? All we right, get ready. Get ready. It's a it's a it's a sit it's a sitcom. You ready? <laughs> Deborah Winger <laughs> and Sam Elliott. Huh? Like what? Shouldn't I be making Lonesome
2: Dove six or something? Yeah, right. Right.
3: And the guy's just like, okay, so who do I make the checkout to? I just, I would love to be in the meeting for that. Well,
2: I'll, I'll I'll be fair that that show actually it did grow on me. It's just very weird and niche because all the jokes are weird country music inside jokes, and I'm a big country (laughs) music fan, and I'm like, that's not funny. That's it's, it's 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 honestly it's the country music version of Big Bang Theory. Like oh it's, okay, it's like hey we need a joke. We'll just mention fucking Tim McGraw, and people will laugh. <laughs> and it's like uh, that's not how that works. Like I, you
1: remember Tim McGraw? I mean <laughs> Tim
2: McGraw is kind of a joke now. But, I'm an you Indian
1: know. outlaw. Woohoo! Look at me.
2: <laughs> hey, half half Cherokee and Choctaw. Uh,
1: like, uh, my
2: baby, she's a chippewa.
1: Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus. Well, Jesus. she's
2: one of a kind.
3: Oh really? You're gonna keep on going, huh?
2: <laughs> Sorry, but um.
3: The country the- song reference, right? Yes, yeah, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm completely fucking lost. That's okay. Yeah, I was too.
0: It's like it's country also, on the metal hand of God. It's that's also what, pretty dated. What do. Um, uh, speaking
1: of, what, just out of curiosity, what kind of music do you tend to go towards?
0: Uh, my
3: music taste, because I'm 42, I realized kind of stopped about 10 years ago. I just, <laughs> that's I, I end up finding myself like getting my iPad or my iPod for like the older shit.
2: You're a big you know? fan of Jimmy Ray? Yeah,
3: it's
2: like <laughs> who wants to know? Come on, who wants to know?
3: I'll I listen to shit. I, I I take. I'm like I'm a I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan. I like the Foo Fighters. I've been listening to the shit ton of Rage Against the Machine. I go to the '80s. I go to the '70s. I listen to uh, on Sunday mornings. It drives my wife nuts because they listen to a lot of the Bakersfield sound. You know, a lot nice. of George Jones, all, all that kind of shit. Yeah.
1: So you you, you have a uh, eclectic taste. It goes all over.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know, I'm not too much into the new country stuff. I really hate fucking rave music. I can't stand that shit. All right, um, you should be on the show more often.
0: Loves. The, the only time loves rave, yeah, the only time that music's good is if you're if you're high. Even so then, so Rob likes it all it. the time. Yeah, I it's, try it too. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I mean, I it's know, it's yeah. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a huge raver. I never was. All it's the same beat. I, I like I like glow sticks. That's, lot, that's about it when it comes to raves. You, know, you like but. glow sticks and high chicks, right? I well, I think yeah.
3: glow sticks and, and fucking ecstasy out of the deal. Is it still any good? I don't know. I don't know. Probably I, not. I
0: was, I was too drunk to give a shit.
3: Everything's good with ecstasy.
2: <laughs> well, uh, kind of in that same vein, Zach, um, as far as like pop culture. So you're, you know, you're a director slash writer slash actor and also producer. What uh what are some of your favorite films, you know, uh, like lately or just in general?
3: I saw The Nice Guy, Shane Black's movie. I'm a big Shane Black fan.
2: I really want to see that.
3: I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm not one of these guys who runs around shitting on all those superhero movies. I like... The superhero movies. I like the fact that we're getting all of them that we wanted when we were kids. We're getting them now, it's although fun. I'm not such a huge fan of the DC stuff that's coming out. Uh, but you, I'm you're on the right either. show. I think I think I, I'm holding out real hope for Suicide Squad. I think that looks. Yeah, good. me too. I think that looks could be really good. I was
2: interested in it until I saw the the Joker was going to be in it in that version of the Joker, and then I was like, ah, I'm out.
1: I'm still interested in it, but I think that, that version of Joker is fucking retarded.
2: I'm I'm gonna watch it, but. Uh, you
0: know, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> down to the Fresh Prince is in it. I'm just... Uh,
1: <laughs> hey, well, look, you know, you know, Zach worked with that, the man. That, that, might, that,
2: that might actually be his best role in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Long
3: time ago, worked with him. Now, like I said, I'm, I never go into a movie hoping it's bad. I know no. a lot of people do. I'm really hoping it's good, but that being said, it's like, all right, well, let's I see. have like, one
0: expectation. I think
3: Margot Robbie is quite possibly... Like, there's always that one, it seems, to come out of the movie with being amazing like when The Dark Knight came out, Heath Ledger. Who everybody right. shit on going into it then walked out going like who else could play the Joker? Yeah. I think I think she's poised. Like I think she might actually this Harley Quinn could be kind of an amazing thing. Well they're
1: already they're already pushing the spinoff movie for it. So I and think don't
3: push too
0: hard, let it do its
3: thing. But that's me. I
0: think these type of movies that that like like the Suicide Squad and that, I go into a theater when I'm able to go into a theater. When I watch the movie, I I have one expectation, which is I don't care if it's don't suck. I don't care if it's true to this or true to that. I just want to be entertained for the length of the movie. Me too. Yeah. I I just want to be I I wanna forget where I'm at, what I'm doing, what's around me, and whatever fucking problems there are. I wanna be entertained. I wanna be go fuck, I'm glad I just spent, you know, X amount of money and and, and, you know, spent the last hour, 45 minutes watching this. I, I feel good that I did it, and I'm, I'm happy I did. Well, that's like what I want from
2: it. Put it to you this way, Rome. Like, uh, I hate we, movies
0: that I cry. We I only fucking
2: hate that. Oh, stay
3: away from Pixar. Fuck me, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fucking,
3: fucking up. Oh, dude. 20 minutes into the movie, I was bawling like a goddamn dude. baby. I was like, you sons of bitches. Every, every, minute, every... You're pulled off the wife, you asshole.
2: <laughs> I cry every time I see cars, too. Every
1: Body, <laughs> I know says I the same thing. With what? Everybody I know says the same thing about Up.
0: Oh, uh, Up? Yeah, my God. Oh, I've is- never actually I- seen it. I-, I sat there. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And I'm like. That
1: is the most heartbreaking beginning of a fucking
0: movie. I was just I like. Did Amy, I said, I need a razor right now. <laughs> this is awful. Well, now you, you know what?
3: What the hell is going to happen at the fucking end? Right, right,
0: right, right. What the fuck? Well, is, this this is the, the beginning? You make it up to me with a talking dog. Is this like it
2: fiction? Work? Well, look, it, it depends on your perspective in life, you know? Like, what if you really hate old people? And that movie, Solaris? <laughs> I
0: work with old people, and I talk to them. I'm talking to Wayne. Fuck you! I don't
3: know. I think I, Pixar makes... Like, in my opinion, I, I don't think... Pixar's worst movies are still better than everybody else. Pixar's worst <laughs> movies are still better than everybody else's best. I don't know. Cars, yeah.
2: Cars two really was a piece of shit. I see, be- I just oh. I I didn't go see it. So I never I saw know. Cars
1: one, so I, I love. love I actually
2: <laughs> love Cars one mostly because I'm a huge fan of uh, Doc Hollywood.
1: I thought you were gonna say because you you're a big fan of uh, what's his name from the uh, what's his name Wait, Mate, I'm Mater.
2: Doc Hollywood and Cars are the same movie. The Do- Cars doesn't it's it's.
1: It's Holy a blat- shit! You're right.
2: It's a blatant ripoff. Yeah. The only thing it's missing is what's her name peeing in the woods.
3: Oh, Wagner. What's her? Julie Wagner.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who? And, you know, and don't and don't get me wrong. It's definitely missing that, and I'm missing that. I right watch. I
1: watched Doc Hollywood the other day. It was on TV. It's pretty good. It's, it's great That's with uh,
0: with Michael J. Fox,
3: right? Yep. Yeah. Shakes. Woody Harold. Oh shit. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you. You know, you just mentioned uh, a few minutes ago that you were you were invited <laughs> by joe simon's family to be in the theater for the premiere of civil war what, what, i mean is there like a different feeling going to something like that because i i love that movie it's not my favorite marvel movie but it's it's a great I film still have not seen it yet
3: Well, like, so my sister now is in the business she actually does sound and she worked on civil war is that so, alana Knutson? Uh, alana yeah alana Knutson. it's mentioned and in it, imdb yeah, she did Ant-Man, and she did Civil War, and she does all wow. these. She, she does all the big movies. I stay in the tiny stuff. She actually goes uh, off the you know, movies. Ant-Man.
0: that's days. actually kind of a tiny movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, um,
3: so she worked on it, so I was excited to see it. And then, obviously, my Captain America kind of thing. But when you go to the theater, they did something really cool, and Marvel always does something really kind of interesting. So you get to the Dolby Theater, and it's where they have the Academy Awards, and it's a massive, huge theater. And they get ready, and the lights kind of dim down. And the guy who walks out to introduce everybody is Michael Buffer. What? The so let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking awesome. He comes out. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, Robert Downey Jr. Like He does the whole thing. The yeah. entire cast, the writers, the director, everybody comes out. And at the very end, he's like, oh, let's get a ready to... The place went fucking nuts.
2: Like, that doesn't happen
3: at movie premieres. Dude, that's,
2: yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible. That's amazing, up, that amazing and hilarious. But in the context of that film, because the film is such a slow buildup, it's kind of an odd, like, it's 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 almost funny to me. Like, just the idea, let's get into ready to rumble. And, then it's and it opens slow. up and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like great Civil War, just like because you know they've had Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans on that press tour forever, and the two of them had just built up this rapport. It was just kind of awesome, you know. It was very like, all right, so this is going to be a different thing. And I, I I thought the movie was really good. I really liked it.
0: Can you imagine when that guy dies? Which who's guy? gonna do, Who's gonna do his eulogy? Buffer? Oh, Michael
2: Buffer. Yeah, yeah who's gonna brother, step
3: in to talk. His brother. He his brother does the UFC stuff. Is that his brother? I thought that was his son. (laughs) No, it's his brother. Matter of fact, is you know how much money he gets to say that shit?
2: He gets a million dollars.
3: A
1: million dollars to say that
3: for the boxing matches and anything else, he gets a hundred and I think it's two. It's either one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand. What if what That's if that insane, man. what if That's that contract say, let's get ready to rumble cuz he he technically owns that phrase. Yeah, he owns it
1: now.
2: What if, if that he, contract applied to life and he just walked around to random people and just said it in front of them and it was like now I own you.
3: My voice <laughs> would be hoarse from saying that shit.
2: If yeah. he had a lot of
0: dramatic pauses, would
2: he be buffering? You're <laughs> such an asshole. Fuck you, Ron
0: See, I told you from the beginning, before we even got <laughs> in
1: this show, did I not tell you the Rum guy is always full of shit?
2: <laughs> He's
0: also I full of booze. Eh, I thought it was good. It was pretty good. <laughs> I, I just,
3: I just heard somebody on the podcast like listening to this show, and all of a sudden, pick buffering and picking things up, and if there's a little tech glitch in the middle of it, I just. <laughs> I have these scenarios that run in my head
2: all
0: the time. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus, Rom, uh, you know, not to interrupt, but uh, didn't you have to get going?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm I'm actually late. I have I, if if you're interested in what I'm doing, I'm doing absolutely. I'm going to work, but I'm doing nothing with my job. What does that mean? I have to go. Uh, about 15 years ago. I worked with a company uh, when we were dealing with the new bridge being put into Savannah, the big Talmadge Bridge. The, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a mini Golden Gate Bridge that comes across the river. Um, they cannot find uh, – I, I worked for <laughs> all, a surveying company. All the, the bodies you fucking hid. <laughs> yeah, they that too, which is really good. Um, uh, they can't find the, uh, the mark on the top of the bridge where I took a, uh, an elevation reading. So what I have to do – it's fucking dark. I get to go uh, put on a safety – well, I hope there's a safety harness. I have to climb to the top of the bridge, not just on Rum, the, the – Rom, I don't boat know boat if is. you're doing
2: Unsolved Mysteries or Fear Factor, but I'm just really fucked up right now. Ladies I and gentlemen. Have, have bridge.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fucking high. It's uh, –
2: just uh, like you know you.
0: how when bridges you, you think of like uh, suspension bridges and there's their cables and they go up to those peaks and they come down and go to the next peak? Ah, yeah. Yeah, I got to stand on the very 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 top peak and look for a mark that I put in there 15 years ago. With a pencil. Uh, <laughs> uh, with a <laughs> with a chisel about the size of your penis. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I would be able to find it then. No, this is small, more like yours. It's about <laughs> the size of a penny uh, I, 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 I chiseled into the concrete. Kind of so I got to go on the top and find this so they can uh, take an elevation mark because they're going to widen the river. They contacted me today at, like, at fucking like 9 o'clock this morning. This weird company calls me. It's like, hey, did you used to work for this company? I'm like, yeah. Did you work on this bridge? I said, yeah. Do you know where you put your mark? I'm like, it was freaking 15 years ago. No, I, I guess I can find it. He's like, Greg, uh, we'll pay you if you come out and find the mark because it's holding everything up. Well,
1: ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say tonight is the last show you'll hear of the rub guy <laughs> on here because he's so, going to fall to his death.
2: Oh, you're so full of shit. He's, he's been yeah. in more dangerous accidents than that.
0: Well, that's true. So that's I, true. I get to stand. I'm going to say I'll be up probably... Uh, fuck, I don't know how tall the Thomas Bridge is. 480 feet, five, four, uh, something around there. He flies through the air with the greatest of these. Drones?
3: Like, Amazon's going to have drones start dropping packages off of people's houses. you telling me a drone with a camera can't go up there? And you've got to climb your ass up to
1: the top of that shit? I have to agree with you on that, Zach. That was a pretty good idea. Zach, I just shit my pants. Zach- I would just shit my pants.
0: <laughs> they, they can't find the mark with the drone. There's no freaking way. I, I'll have to go up there and fucking crawl around on a, a 10 by 10 area on my hands and knees and hope it's not that fucking windy.
2: Zach, are you, are you familiar with uh, the Bermuda Triangle oh, and, yes. and the mystery surrounding it? The rum guy is kind like of like a mobile <laughs> Bermuda Triangle. A mobile, a there's, mobile triangle. Like, <laughs> there's like a three mile radius in which fucked up shit happens. It's the Savannah Octagon? It's the yeah. Savannah
3: Octagon. That's nice. I like that. That sounds
2: like a movie too. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: it's, uh, you know, hey. Hey, I'm glad guys like you can do that shit because I am a
2: pussy.
3: I ain't doing that shit. I can't do it. I'd freak out.
0: Well, I'll, I'll freak out when I get to the top.
1: Cool. It's coming
2: down the bottom. Well, you
1: know what, dude? Let me tell you something. Don't freak out when you get to the top, because then you'll fall off. Yeah,
2: freak freak out at the bottom. Like it be calm at the top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: they're like, they're like, hey, we'll we'll pay you, you know, this amount of money. They better like, be paying you a lot of fucking money. Freaking yeah, I'll be I'll be up there. Hey, I Rom. Know,
2: hey, Rom. When when you're up there tonight, say hi to Jesus for me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah, well, it was very, very, very nice to meet you, sir.
3: Hey, guys, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it, and thanks for the help uh, you guys are giving us with the comic book uh, movie. I really super Supercon. I appreciate it.
0: I think oh, it's gonna, man. I look. think it's going to be hit. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. And, uh, well, I don't know who like I need, need to speak people.
2: to, but, you know, uh, if if for some reason over the weekends when y'all are shooting, if you need a driver, I'm a professional.
3: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I know a lot of people who booze it up on the. Shows we might take it take you up. On I'll shit. fucking yeah, I'll, man. i people. You know where all the local dive bars are.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, we know a bunch of those actually. And,
2: and, and Zach, this is New Orleans. They're all dive bars. <laughs> <laughs> see more good,
0: no, more good shit to know. All right, hold on. All right, well, gentlemen, I'm the Rum Guy, and I will see you later.
1: All right, man, take it easy. Thank uh, you guys. So yeah, Zach, thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. Uh, sorry, Rum had to jump out, and you know all that good stuff, but.
2: It happens. It happens.
3: All thanks go to you. Travis. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much.
1: Oh, uh, dude, was this was time.
2: fun. You, uh, we we love your stories. I'm really uh, interested in seeing Emilia soon. Yeah, me too, man. I want to watch it. Hulu and Epics. Go check it out.
1: Got it. Got it. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, thank you again for doing the show. And um,
2: oh wait, wait, real whoa, quick, whoa, uh, where can people find you on like Twitter? Or? Yes.
3: Oh shit! Um, They can find me on Twitter. My handle is uh, King Kong Zach. I guess it's at King Kong Zach. Uh, No Um, C. That is Zach Z A K. Sorry, and then um, I'm on Facebook. I'm not really. I don't know if I'm anywhere else. Be quite honest, I'm (laughs) slow, man. I'm getting up there. I'm 42. I'm like, I don't want to join any more of this social media shit. I can't do it. And all of a sudden, I find myself completely addicted to something. So, Twitter is probably the best. There you go.
2: I think that was it. That's it. That's
1: all you want to, that's all you want to say? You, you done talking? Uh,
2: spay new to your go pets. Support Bob Bob Barker.
1: That's right. And go support his movie. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, watch, man. Watch, watch no, Amistad
2: and idea. Robert Stack movies.
3: Yes. Definitely Robert Stack movies. 1941, baby. John Miller and Steven Spielberg. Robert
2: Transformers! That's,
1: that's actually one of my favorite movies growing up, man. 1941.
2: I enjoy that one, too. It's fucking hysterical. But... Cool.
1: All right, man. Well, I was your host, Wayne.
2: I oh, am yeah. now. I'm Adam.
1: And uh, we'd like to thank our guest, Zach. I'm not going to say your name, but your last Knutson. name. Knutson. Knutson. There you go. I said it. Oh, right. you did
2: it! I said it right, so and I didn't proud. fuck it up. You did.
1: Hey, gold star for you. You yes. didn't even.
2: You didn't even point to the screen.
1: I didn't. I didn't. Uh, and the rum guy had to leave because he's going. Skydive or some shit. It's
2: a banner day in the bear ass house. <laughs> and remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it bear, it bear ass!
0: It's Razor This is Fear And
1: MDI And we are Fifth Cast The premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network
0: are out of GTA. We like to talk Hell, we'll talk about anything World events and personal stories Technology and pop culture And once even, Paradox porn.
3: Seriously, that's a thing Google it
0: New episodes are available every Friday on
1: iTunes and Stitcher Radio Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC
3: Podcasts Okay then That's it!